So I'm listening to Chase Jarvis's book on the way to work. I'm hecka late because I had to go back and get like a, um, a grease catcher for the, yeah, for my griddle because I'm cooking for the tailgate party. It's homecoming week and all that. So a few things have been going through my mind. Uh, I'll start with where I ended and then I'll go back to where, you know, the rest of that journey. So where I just finished thinking, um, uh, I got a text from Gary V, uh, and it, it said, um, something about humility, you know, having the humility to accept feedback, but also don't expect, don't accept it as gospel. And it's his push pull that he's been, he's been dealing with around, um, you know, positivity, but then also like, uh, the mindset that he has where he doesn't give a shit what other people think, but he kind of does, but he doesn't. It's like, he'll take the feedback, but he still processes it, uh, and tries to discover if it's his reality or whatever. And, um, and really in the end, it's what he cares about. And he could give two shits what somebody else is going to make a bad judgment. It doesn't matter. And the reason why this struck me is because I was trying to think of if I were to text him back and he actually got it, uh, or if I sent back audio, which is what I'd prefer to do. Uh, if I sent it back, what would I say? Um, and how would it line up with the things that I'm dealing with around, you know, trying to keep things positive, uh, and when there's that feedback loop that happens, if you, if you're hitting that, uh, that, that positivity line, um, and then the individual is the one who takes a look at their practices thinking, Hey, what do I need to change? How should I change it? And things like that. It got me on this other line of thinking of, well, you know, uh, one of the things that, that is kind of true is I've never had somebody surprise me with a judgment. So what I mean by that is somebody who's telling me what I'm doing wrong or, hey, if you just fix this one thing, to, then you'd be good. Or the, these things, then you'd be good. Um, so it's kind of that deficit model. And every time that that's happened, I was never really surprised by what they said. And it was never something that I hadn't already thought about. Uh, as far as uh, something that I was working on or a deficiency that I myself have. So that got me to thinking more about, well, you know, the pushback that some people seem to have around this idea of just staying positive and just focusing on, you know, those good things to becoming great and leaving it up to the individual to reflect on their own practice and figure out, well, what am I doing wrong or what am I having these issues with? Because that's when the change actually happens. And then I thought about it. I was like, you know what? But there's other times, too, where um, I've, I've gone through that process with other people and really it's about asking questions. So instead of me just saying, hey, this is what you're doing wrong, like that's a bad way to be able to approach that kind of thing. But I've had really good process where um, my job is to ask the question to help the person reflect <clears throat> on, uh, on their own practice to figure out what it is that they're struggling with and what it is that they wanna do better at. Um, or something that they want to have changed and then we could go through that process of how do we take your strengths to make that possible you know um, like for example talking to a teacher and oh I have this one kid in my class and 
uh, he's he's acting out and he's doing these things and he's uh, you know like won't let me do my instruction and all that stuff and then I could ask a, I usually just ask the question so um, uh, think of a time like when he was on task or he was engaged or he was interested and it was like well there was this one time I talked to him about you know uh, a video game let's say a video game that we both enjoyed and he was really engaged in that and I was surprised at his amount of knowledge and all that and then um, and then yeah and then I we, we moved on from there so we looked at what his strengths were as a teacher and then where where and I asked questions to kind of poke at well what is it about the instruction that's causing this kid to just totally disengage? Because clearly the kid doesn't have an engagement problem because he fully engages with this video game. Um, so what is the difference between the video game engagement in your classroom? And so that'll cause them to think. And that's where the ideas come up and they're able to make those changes. And they're theirs. They own them. It's part of who they are. And so... I think that's the subtle shift in my message that I'm trying to figure out is it's not that we totally ignore uh, the fact that there are deficiencies around us with other people. Um, what I want to have happen is people to realize that it's not about them. Those deficiencies are owned by the individual and they're the ones that are going to be able to overcome it. And the best thing we can do as teachers uh, ourselves is is to ask the right questions.